Hey, everybody, I'm Chad Eckerd. That's Joe Idoni. This is the Preferred Lines podcast. You'll find us broadcasting each and every Tuesday night live, Twitter, YouTube, cracking beers, and chatting golf. Joe, happy birthday to your boy. You got a five-year-old now. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's crazy. Times. Five. Unbelievable. I was just telling you he's getting into sports and stuff, which is good, and also... uh, a lot of time so busy as ever man doesn't get easier huh no dude and then you just have more kids and then they just they just never end <laughs> uh dude so you did the magician show you were a magician yeah. for his birthday that if you don't follow joe on twitter he's at tour picks it's a good twitter account you got some content there you did some content about your birthday party some good dad good wholesome dad content right there you go yeah so uh you, you uh you want to save the performance for the end of the show or what you sure do? yeah you got to stay tuned until okay. the end of the show and i may or may not perform a trick nice. besides picking the winner this week which we're mm-hmm. going to attempt to do oh yeah that's not a magic trick that's something we can do for sure now joe sure. uh how was the jack market this week? I have something to I have a confession to make about jack market. I I I have a new strategy. Okay, shoot. Okay. So Jack Market is the app that you use. You can uh, download on any of the app stores and you can deposit using the promo code PL, get you a match up to like 50 bucks or 100 bucks. Uh I'm doing the thing now where I put the bid in at like five, six o'clock. My fair value, I say, okay, if I get them, I don't. And then what happened was I opened the app and while I'm watching your show, I'm, I'm outbid. I'm gone. I have no shares of anybody. So, I mean, that's kind of dangerous move to just to hope and see if you'll get them. You almost have to be a little bit active on that Wednesday night watching you and Rick run good, break it down. Are you doing uh you, you, you kind of go more at the end, right? Right at the end at like nine Eastern where everyone's yeah, so I do a little bit of both. It's okay. hard because obviously I'm hosting the show and trying to win money on the app at the same time, which is a, a unique challenge, but yeah, I do what you do. I don't, I think that that is actually a very sound strategy for Jack market because what it allows it to do is you create your target price and you don't let the craziness of the last three minutes sort of get in your head and feel like you have zero shares. You know what you want to pay for a guy. If he clears that, you move on. Like that's where it's kind of unique and there isn't a set price a la DraftKings that you can study all week and understand, okay, this guy's 10,300. I know exactly what his price is going to be. Or this guy's nine to one this week. I know exactly what his odds are going to be. Is that good or bad value? It all is kind of up to you and all changes very fast. So I think that that's actually a very sound move. And if you end up with shares of your guys at the end, good. You got them at a price that you're comfortable with and you feel mm-hmm. happy with. If mm-hmm. you have no shares, then then you didn't want to pay it anyways. Yep. You just try it again next week. Uh, and that's the thing is it's fun. You can try it with NBA. You can do it with NFL. And if you want to just do it with the golf and you want to follow along with Rick and Joe on Wednesday nights, Rick, dude, he does a hell of a job on this power hour program. I mean, the kid's like an announcer at a horse race uh, makes it so intense. And actually it's kind of irritating when Rick goes on about how this guy is right here at this price. Why is he this price? And it's the guy that you have shares of. And then you're like, no, Rick, don't say. I know. And he's like, Oh wow. 90 seconds to go. And Hideki looks cheap this week. Yeah. It's like, and I lose my Hideki shares. Yeah. But Jack, what is is cool about it is that I had a ton of shares last week of Russell Henley and Seamus power who finished second and third and actually ended up making me 
quite a bit. Like I, I, I had like up to $300 profit on both of them because they paid out. So first would have been better, but the beauty is, is it's not so soul crushing when Russell completely melts on the back nine. Right. Right. Sorry to hear that. It was tough. You know, uh, it's tough to get four winning golf bets in a row outright. It's crazy, Joe. You've been on a hot streak. So let's keep it going, though. We can keep it going. It's You're still kind of riding a heater here. And let's open the betting board. We got our friend behind the computer there, Josh Bennett, Jish Swish, the producer of the program. Uh, follow him at Jish Swish. He's got a model. He's part of the golf guys. He's popping up the betting board here and then showing us at the tippity tip top, John Rom Rodriguez. And, dude, you have to pay to play with John Rom this week. He's like five to one. What are you doing there? I mean, it's been almost two years of us doing this. I think five to one is about as low as we've seen a golfer ever. What are we going to do? This is Tiger Woods or what? I can't say that, but I like, here's the thing. I welcome it. I'm fine with it. I think that because John Rom is in this field, if it was just Patrick Cantlay in this field, the guys in the range that I want to bet would probably be 10 less points. So I welcome it. Look, is five to one good value? Probably. Honestly, if that's the way you want to bet, like if they play this tournament four times, he probably wins one of them, right? One out of four. So 25% of the time. But the other thing is, is, is you, you have to bet so much at five to one to really get anything back. Even if he wins one out of every four times they play this tournament, you're still losing all your money 75% of the time. So you've really got to time it out, right? That's just not how I choose to bet. I actually think that uh, him being in the field is an advantageous situation for betting other players. He's unbelievable, right? He's sick. He's won once in the last like 14 months. Well, So as good as he is at five to one to compare him to sort of peak Tiger is I think crazy, even though the odds would suggest he's getting very close. Um, yeah, look, could he win this week? Yes, you got to live with it. So what do you what do you think he'll be priced up to on jock market? Do you think they'll buy him up to pump 16, 17, 18 bucks? Because the payouts are are weighted where your first place on jock market is twenty five dollars. I don't know if he'll get to twenty like a Lamar Jackson in certain Monday so. night football games, and like you know where Lamar's just going to outscore everybody. I don't know. Yeah. If, do you, how how do you feel about 15 16 bucks is that too much maybe you do it there i think that's instead of- too much i think that's too much that's right. basically asking him to top five to get any money back right. and even like the thing the way that i look about it is uh you can't even double your money at that point at 15 dollars a share like right. he finishes first you okay. get 25 you can't even get 2x on your money if he beats 153 or whatever other players which he's the best player in the field he's better than 153 guys it's still golf it's still random he's got to go out there and beat every single one of them uh, yep. which is tough to do okay well then we're not going to take Ron, but then cantley is about the same thing he's like nine ish to one are you interested in a cantley then uh no although i don't think that he's as far okay i don't think he's if, if he's nine to one and rom is five i don't think that he's twice as less i don't know if i'm saying right. this right twice as less likely to win than rom i'm probably not wording that correctly but i think you guys know what i mean um yeah i think that he's he's very close to him i think this course is great for him he's number one in birdie or better rates on short courses uh, he has a lot more calendar wins than Rom within the last year. So, yeah, he's right there on a course that he's very comfortable with. So um, I, I, is that a bad bet? No, but I'm not going to take it either. 
All right. If you're on YouTube, you can like the like button and then do the subscribing and commenting. Josh is here. He's showing the betting board. We're going to the 20s and we're looking at these are decent names and they're good contenders at other tournaments. You got Scotty Scheffler, Sung J M, Tony Finau. Im and Finau, they won in the fall swing. Scheffler's like the most likely due to win on PGA Tour out of everybody. Do uh maybe uh would you go with these guys to start your card? Uh I went with Sung J M. Yeah, Ooh. that's who I started my card with. I got a twenty two to one. I mm. feel pretty good about that. I okay. look the other there's great players around him. Um, but we're talking outrights here, and you have Scheffler, you have Finau, you have Connors. You can even dip down to Answer. Um, they don't have great reputations for, for winning a whole lot, as good as they are. Uh, so I like Sung Jay. It's a great course for him. I don't mind the poor performance last week and the missed cut. I think that he can bounce back as good as anybody, and I think the game is in fine form. So he won. Did he win CJ Cup or Shriners? Shriners. He won Shriners. Yeah. So shorter desert type golf course. Like there's a lot of similarities there that I think are in play. So, and that was just uh, two, three months ago. So obviously he's, he's playing well. Well, you mentioned you're going to him. Then would you consider a bounce back from Abram answer too? he could get, you could find him at like 28 or 30 to one. You got him there. Is that someone you're interested in having a bounce back? Maybe. I know he's got awesome course history here, and I'm kind of a course history guy, but I just ne- okay. you know there's guys that you just never find yourself betting. Yeah. He's kind of that guy for me. So I'm willing to sort of pass on the 29 uh, to one that is out there or the 25s, I think, at most shops. Uh, what about you? Who do you got here? I've considered – no, so like I had Sung Jay at the house at Sung Jay last week, so I was very focused on his round. I really don't want to get – into the pattern of thinking too much about last week, having the recency bias. I love having the men in black wand and just zapping my memory. Or I love to say like, you just get shot, you know, you get sucked up by aliens and then you get brought back down to earth and you see these numbers and you see these names and you just don't, you don't think about last week. You kind of think in more of a generality and you're mm-hmm. a little bit more of a, uh, you know, have a little amnesia where you remember enough, but don't remember everything. So what I'm getting at is I want to maybe go back to him. I don't know if I am in love with the 20 that I'd have to pay to get to him. If I could find a 22 or 25, then I could just feel a little bit better about it. So I didn't go to answer. I didn't go to him, but those are the two guys that I'm like, Hey, this is the new, the new me, the new 2022 trying to just have less recency bias. And it's funny how the psychology of that kind of works because you obviously, he was your biggest play of the week last week, had mm-hmm. the house bet on him. He has a horrible performance. He kind of burned you, right? <laughs> you feel a little bit burned by right. me, on the other hand, who hasn't bet Sung Jay yet this year. And, and other people, I know a ton of people have had him the first two events at Century as well. You're kind of like, oh, you feel a little bit like, okay, like I, I, I didn't buy at the right time. I still think that he's very good. Like maybe now is my opportunity and vice versa. Like, I feel that way about Russell Henley this week. Is he playing awesome? Yes. Like he played, he had a great fall. This is a perfect course for him. I love him on Nicholas courses. He has decent course history here, I believe. And he's playing fantastic golf with the exception of nine holes last week and still was one birdie, like one birdie on 18. If he birdies 18, he wins that tournament and the meltdown doesn't matter at all. 
I'm burned. Like, I'm scorned, and it's tough for me to go back at 35, but someone who didn't have him last week may see it as an opportunity. So did you bet Henley then? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Um, No, I went – you know who I bet right below it. I think we both bet a guy in the 30s. How? Yes. The Matthew Wolfman. Okay, we love Matt Wolf for many reasons. Not only did we – he won the tournament that I, you know, it's in my home state, Minnesota, 3M Open, the first year that they had the thing. I love that about it. Uh, Joe hit an 80 to 1 on him that week or whatever. So Joe's got money and Wolf for the rest of his life. We've also, I mean, God, he's so fun to cheer for. He's got that crooked swing and just about, he's got the swag. He is the next DJ. Like we know this about him. So we're expecting multiple wins per season for the rest of his career. Can he get it done here? I think he can. You think he can. It's Wolf Week. Let's go. Yeah. I'm a little like, I have concerns because this is the week where things kind of fell apart, I believe. Last no, he had depression, but it wasn't the course. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the course. Um, but you didn't give a shit. Yeah, I think the 35 or 40 to one is more than fine here. He led the entire PGA tour in scoring average over the fall. I think that he's back. I think that his upside is um awesome. I think this is a good field for him. Assuming that Rom or Cantley don't win, I think it's a wide open event that should favor his skill set. Should things go right? Like, like he's he's but at 35 to 1, I'm willing to bet on things going right more than. Um, you know, betting someone 15 or 20 to one, it gives you a lot more outs there. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think he's a good bet. I'm taking him. Yeah. So my thought about him is that he's the closest to, he's like junior Rom in a way where he's he kind not, of is, you know, like he, he could be Rom in a few years where he's got everything right now. He's kind of got the long distance. He every once in a while gets hot with the putter and like he just somehow luck boxes some putts in. I think he has that creativity. He has, he just wants it. And yeah, you can see it from out of college. You just he's every time kind of, he tees it up, he's going for the win. Rob is so freaking unique right now mm-hmm. in that he moves it out there. He's not mm-hmm. the longest by any means, but when he needs to, he can pack a little extra and really get it out there. But he's insanely accurate off the tee. Um, his his fairway percentage <clears throat> for how far he hits it is almost as good as anyone. I would maybe say that Wolf's like like Junior Bryson almost, oh, where he's got that next level distance, and he's going to be aggressive on short par fours. He's going to hit driver and have fifty yards left. And if things go really poorly, they go really poorly. But as you mentioned, when he does find that week where he gets a hot putter and wedges it well, uh, he finds himself in the contention. And I, you know, even though we haven't seen it a ton on the PGA Tour, I trust his ability to win with what he's done uh, basically his entire life. Right on. Josh, pull the betting board back up. The reason also is uh, Wolf has the ability to get to the 22 under par that you might need to get to. You might need to get to even more under par than that, where the guy, Patrick Reed right there, he may not have it. He may not want to go 22 under. He also may be thinking about Torrey Pines. We have to consider this as a factor. Uh, A lot of people... The the veterans are here, like the Justin Roses, the Jason Days. Do they really... Are they guaranteed three rounds? So then... They're doing that. They know they can get that in. And then next week's kind of the the trophy they really want to win. Do you have a do you ever have those thoughts where there, there's look ahead spots? I do, but Reed is a unique dude, man. <laughs> it's like I don't think that he even really knows when he's gonna play well because he doesn't necessarily have a course fit. I mean, the guys want it very short courses, the guys want it places like uh, down here in Florida, the guys won the Masters, the guys won Tory, which is 
which is a long course. Uh, so, and he's not a long hitter. So I just think that um, he trusts himself in contention and I trust him there, which is why I'm trying to give this a ton of thought. Look, Reed, Patrick Reed is a better player than all of these guys around him. He's a better player than Wolf right now. He's better than Henley. He's better than Power. He's better than Fowler. He's better than Kim. Like, if you go the next five years, he's going to win more than any of those guys. Um, he's that good when he's there and a great putter and unbelievable nerves. It's just the volatility, and he's tough to predict. So maybe the stats looking all red this week when you look at Patrick Reed on a site like Fantasy National or Fanshare are okay. Um, because you're getting a 40 to one in kind of a weak field event. You might want to take it. All right. So then you keep going down and you got some juicy names. There are some good plays. Are there though? I don't know. I like Tringali at like the 50, 60 to one. I'm going to go with Cameron Tringali. Loves the grass, loves the California vibe. Uh, what about the California vibe? Are you interested in a Ricky Fowler, a California vibe guy? no, not interested in Ricky right now. I've heard some love on Justin Rose as well. I'm I'm not really interested in them until I see a bit bigger numbers. All right, and you also have Will Zalatoris. I mean, if Will Zalatoris can show up, be the best he can be, he could play well here. Can he get to 22, 23 under Will Zalatoris? I don't know because it, we don't really – have we ever seen him win? So we don't know, like, is he going to win? I, I feel like his skill set is going to be better at a course that's like 8 to 10 under par that's more difficult. He seems like he's played his best at U.S. Open and PGAs when it's tough, like the tougher the field, the bigger the event. He showed up early in his career, but, um, I mean, the guy won like once on the Corn Ferry Tour in all of his years. He hasn't won on the PGA Tour, so uh, he hasn't won a whole lot to really have a profile in terms of course fit. Okay. Um, there's factors involved this week. You have the three courses, of course, and then yeah. you also have the pro-am. You have random celebrities or CEOs of companies that sponsor stuff. They're going to be playing alongside these guys. The rounds could take up to five or six hours. What are we doing with the guys that are impatient this week? How do we factor that into our models? Yeah, I think we saw, we heard a little bit of that from like Gooch last week and some other guys chimed in on Kevin Na. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's a factor. I don't love guys who are not going to like this format and are, you know, it, it's it's a little bit of a turnoff to have to play five or six hour rounds potentially with anyone. You're only in a group of one other PGA Tour player and two AMs. Uh, <laughs> so that's weird. It, a lot of it comes down to the AMs that you get stuck with or the sure. tournament sticks you with. This is a this is an awkward one to try and predict the winner. Everything, man. 54 hole cut, three different golf courses, right. AMs everywhere. Like there's a lot of uh extra factors this week that make it even tougher to find a winner than normal. So that just means, Joe, let's let everybody think John Rom's going to run away with this, and let's just bet the long shots, baby. Josh, pull up the long shots, because could this be long shot season? I know you did your video this, th today. Maybe you don't want to reveal everything because you want to force people to go to TikTok and find you. Or who do you got in your long shot belt this week, Joe? <clears throat> oh, you know I always let him rip on preferred lines. Right. Uh, Mike Thompson. Grizzly Mike, I'm calling him now. How much are you getting on him? Now that he has that beard, he's no longer Michael. He goes by Mike. 
Okay, cool. Um, so Mike Thompson, uh, top five last week. He was great on approach. I think this is a very similar course fit. He was good at the Shriners, has good course history here, 100 to one. Let's throw a dart there. Um, I took 90 to one Sebastian Munoz, uh, just kind of a flyer. I don't really have a lot of stats to back that up. I just felt like this might be a good spot where he posts one of those like nine under rounds and a seven under round and he holds on for dear life to find himself in contention. Right. And then I took my boy because I don't want to miss it. And I don't think these numbers are going to be there for long. There's 160 to one on Adam Svensson out there. You know, I talked about him all fall. I love his game. I have friends down here who are close with him and just have been telling me because they know I do these shows like you need to be on Svensson. So I've tried to be the guy that's really early on him. Uh, but there's a lot to be said there. Like you put uh, 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 Tim Tucker wants to come on your bag. He doesn't just do that for any like these. A lot of people see the upside in this kid besides friends. Uh, there's a lot of people that are, that are high on him on the PJ Tour. He's great on approach. Um, he's giving himself a ton of opportunities. He's a solid putter. He's a winner. Um, I'll take all those things. And there's just unknown, right? I like when you can, when you're looking for like 130 to 150 to 160 to one, like you can take safe bets and guys that we've seen a lot. I'm going to Brendan Steele, Andrew Landry, um, Lucas Glover, like these guys, we know what they are, right? We know that their peak and their low point, and we've kind of figured them out over all the years. We don't really know about Svensson, and that unknown, I think, is attractive to me in terms of betting a really deep long shot. So then did you write up Svensson at $7,000 in your odds checker article this week? Uh, no, because I don't I don't like that price. Why not? So, it's too high. I, I wish – okay, so it's 7000 I believe I yeah, took um, – I well, think you don't have to deal. We, gotta, we can go click. Yeah, you can click the odds checker article, but no, I was trying. Benson, that's crazy. Well, I was trying to build just because the way that I built around the top, I needed someone a little higher price in that seven k range. I didn't want to go all the way oh, to the bottom, and then I wanted to go in the high sixes, so therefore I passed on him. But okay. um, yeah, look, there's a ton of guys in that seven thousand dollar range this week. I think I counted like forty two or forty three. Okay. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways to pick. It just depends on lineup construction where you land. Okay. Well, all right. That kind of concludes the program a so little got, bit. You got long shots? You didn't give me yours. <sighs> okay, so let me pull up my long shots. Let because... them fly. Well, I, um, <clears throat> I, you know, the definition of a long shot, you could go 60 to 1, you could go whatever, but that's kind of weak. You got to go higher than that. I like, what about Woodley? 89. I know. Fuck, I want to bet Gary, man, because um, <laughs> it's funny, like, being around people that, see these guys play they're so enamored and so um like wow they try okay so gary plays at a club down here close by me that there's a couple of people that play at mine that are that are members there as well and they see him out there and they're like they they come to me because they know that i like betting on golf and they're like gary's been out there fucking grinding and he's got his coaches and he's hosting events and he's shooting eight under through nine holes and all this stuff and they're like <laughs> You need, but people like tell me this so I get so I had it, but I don't re, I like I try to yeah, take right. it back a little bit and realize that fucking Ches Reeve can be a member of some guy's club and they're all going to think he's the greatest thing that's Are ever sure? hit the turf. So right. um, it's it's tough. But yeah, I, I have heard very positive things about Gary, including himself posting that he finally feels healthy and able to sort of get through the ball. And I know he was battling an injury. 
played well on the West Coast in California before. So I don't mind it at all if you take that. What about then Pete Dye guy? Because we're at a Pete Dye course. Jason Day, is he at 100 to 1? Is he really? Yeah. Why is Jason Day 100 to 1? Because we think he's broken or we know he's broken. See, but these guys, they'll show up. But see, I think the books know what I know. And Jason Day doesn't give a shit about this trophy. This is the Adam Scott routine where they don't want to hold the ketchup trophy, the hotel trophy, whatever the trophy is this week. Uh, really be credit card anymore. trophy. Like, they don't want that. When you're at Jason, the state of Jason Day's game where he's 130 to 1 to win the Amex, it's hard to be picky anymore at that point. He's I suppose maybe. Man. But I guess. Yeah, I know our guy Travis, who we had on the show, Travis Fulton, did like some swing analysis on him, which I found quite interesting how he's changed a lot um, due to injury, basically, in his back. So he is swinging totally different now than when he was at number one in the world, Jason Day. Um, so could there be a resurgence? Yeah, I think that uh, the, the number kind of tells you the story on where the sentiment is on him right now. Yeah, he was in my initial lineup build at 7,300 on DraftKings. We'll talk about DraftKings on the Golf Guys program after this program. Go find the Golf Guys. It's on YouTube or iTunes. Um, but I, I can't. I don't know. I, I can't do it, I would think. Um, what about Birdie Brian Harmon, a course guy, course history guy? Brian Is Harmon, he, 110 to 1. He's been playing well lately? He's okay. Okay. Not terrible. I mean, he's 110 to 1 for a reason. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a take on him. One guy I was looking at, let me see if I could find his odds, just because I saw him flash last week, and I know he likes it out there in California. Kevin Chappell went from, like, first-round leader to, like, 50th place last week, and that's obviously going to happen. Let me see where I can. So I he's, he's there's books right now where he's 550 to 1. He's not even on this book I have. He's 550 to 1 is pretty insane. Um, he won't win. That's no, he top won't 10, win. But maybe like another first round leader bet on him. He, yeah. I mean, he can go low. He's had, he has he shot fifty nine. Like Ten guys, yeah, to have a fifty nine. So yeah, he's who knows. That's just another guy that I was like, whoa, after a, a decent performance last week, even though he's he's super faded over the weekend. Okay, I got two more guys. They're not a hundred to one. They're seventy and eighty to one, and they're in my DraftKings lineup because I like them. I think that they're good prices on DraftKings. You got Johnny Vegas. He's eighty one hundred. He's seventy yep. to one, and you also have Luke List, eighty to one at eight thousand dollars. Luke List and Johnny Vegas, they have solid games in that the prices they are. I feel like those are good values. Yeah, I actually wrote up Johnny Vegas in my odds, odds checker thing. So Ooh. yeah, I like him a lot. He's great on Nicholas courses. He. Had a decent fall. He's pretty consistent. He likes birdie fest. So I think there's a lot of things to to like about his game. And you see some spikes from him. So you're you're trying to pick the spot where you can predict that. All right, Joe. We got we got the end, it's the end of the program. Before we get to the magic trick, you you know there's magic coming up in, with the holiday that is the Valentine's Day. You want to make sure that your lady's loving you. Yeah. Do you have any advice? Roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. <laughs> That's the for real. Because Valentine's Day is less than 30 days away, Joe, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, Valentine's Day. Why don't you join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leader in below-the-waist grooming, with uh, an exclusive offer. Golf Guys 20 will get you 20% off, plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Excellent, excellent promo once again. Uh, 20% off, Golf Guys 20, support the show. That helps us. That helps us. So, like... Those kind of things help us, retweets, all that good stuff. But but this helps us as well and helps you. So it's yeah. a win-win. Win-win. All right, what do you got? What do you got for us, Joe, before the golf guys gets going? All right. So, Set the scene here. You had about a dozen kids at your birthday party there, I saw. Yeah, it was a little less than that. You know, there was COVID restrictions and protocols, and a couple of kids got sick. So we ended up with my son and a bunch of girls that uh, – but, yeah, we had a good time. He asked me a couple of – like a week before or so that he wanted a magic show. And I said, I can't get a magician. And he said, you can do it, Papa. Yeah. So I learned a couple card tricks. I would do a card trick, but I don't know – I was going to do that, but I don't know if that's really going to play okay, um, sure. with a camera. All right. So let me see what else I got. Oh, so I did a couple of good ones. I did a, the the disappearing scarf. Oh, yeah. I had that, that going. Put it in I, your hand. I had the quarter trick. I had that going. Uh, I turned. I had a little quick change booth that I sent my son into and turned him into a Lego. No way. pretty cool. I'm looking for a bill. How many, well, did you go to the magic store for this, or how did you prepare? No, I did a little YouTubing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, did a little YouTubing. Okay. That's all. Just household ingredients. Did, did, did YouTube like, help you? What's that? Was YouTube helpful? Yeah. You know, you can learn Enough. anything on YouTube. You just okay. got to find the right videos. Right. All right. Taking my notes here. Why don't show. you zoom in on him, Jish? This is my pen. You know. This is my wallet. Oh, God. I can't do it like this. This is too close. This is a bill right out of my wallet. You see that? It's a crisp 50-pack. Wow, okay. You're rich. See, you did win $112,500. Real. Real 50, right? right? Yeah, that's a real dollar. Real. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to try to get... I don't really quite know how to get this on camera. Okay. But I'm going to put the pen through Mr. Grant's head here. You're going to just face... U.S. Right. property or yeah. uh, can you currency? see me? <gasps> Hold on. If you're watching or if you're listening on iTunes, Joe I Jody has just stabbed a fifty dollar bill with a pen like a madman. You can just see a hole through this fifty dollar bill. What are you doing? How, do the kids react to this? Right through a fifty. You see that? Where the kids kind of got it through the like, building a little bit, but there you go. And okay. now, yeah, what the help of a little bit of magic? Yeah, right. Uh huh. Now he's hold on, hold on, slowly, hold on. Somehow right through his chin and away from the dollar bill, <clears throat> and he's revealing a clean, crisp fifty. What? How did you do that? See that? Oh, I don't, everyone. How? That's Look a magic that. trick, folks. That's a fake fifty. It's not. It's <laughs> real fifty. Wow, Joe. All right, new you career. See? You don't know my tricks. That's amazing. New side no hustle. You're going to have to go to uh, YouTube and find that. Eric Martins loves it. I think Eric, Eric Martins, Martins is going to have to be volunteered for Sam's next week. I'm glad you tuned in, buddy. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for everyone who tuned in and liked and subscribed and rated and reviewed and all of the things that you need to do to help us keep going. Joe, appreciate you. We got the golf appreciate guys coming you. right up. I'm going to crack another beer. We're going to fire up another 
podcast. Uh, we'll see you next week for another uh, edition of the Preferred Lines podcast. Have a good one, boys. Best of luck this week. Take care. Cheers. Peace. Love that. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs>